For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton, and this is a turning point. Today, where's the beef? The famous Clara Peller query on behalf of Wendy's was memorable both for her age and tenacity. In addition to becoming an instant star of the popular culture, she challenged other fast fooders to show evidence that their burgers were meatier. The new impeachment inquiry lacks evidence. It's not a double-double or a quarter-pounder, but it is a whopper. Throughout American history, we've celebrated those who brought it and dismissed the empty-handed grifters who hoped to take us for a ride. P.T. Barnum said of suckers, there's one born every minute. In 1926, Chicago columnist H.L. Mencken wrote, no one ever went broke underestimating the intelligence of the American people. A cynical but supportable thesis. Now we have the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, willing to sacrifice the important work, currently the only work of Congress, which is paying our bills and keeping the government going, to keep his caucus's far-right rabble-rousers from eviscerating him publicly. One wonders what kind of job is worth one's self-respect, but that takes a backseat to wondering why certain Republican politicians continually put party over country, or in Kevin's case, job over country. With the news dangling over his expensively coiffed hair, Speaker McCarthy has started an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden without a scintilla of evidence of high crimes or misdemeanors, making me ask in my best Clara Peller voice, where's the beef? Bill Clinton was impeached on the evidentiary record of a stained blue dress and lying under oath. Donald Trump was impeached twice, because he can't stand to be outdone, on the evidentiary record of a, quote, perfect call on which he threatened Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky with withholding American aid that Congress had already authorized and paid for, unless he dug up dirt on his anticipated political opponent, Joe Biden. The second time was for January 6th, as he sat in an Oval Office anteroom eating cheeseburgers and watching on TV as his minions attacked the Capitol, threatened to hang Mike Pence, and let police officers be beaten with flagpoles bearing his banner and the American flag. Party of law and order, anyone? So far, the nine-month investigation seeking to link Joe Biden and his son's activities has yielded bupkis. The speaker got his coveted job after many, many embarrassing rounds of voting by promising his mutinous faction that he'd allow them to bully him. So when Matt Gates, the Republican from Florida, threatened McCarthy the other day by saying he had failed to comply with his deal with the devil, the game was up and Kevin had to comply, agreeing to further sacrifice his manhood and our country in the process by starting impeachment inquiries. The game here is nakedly exposed. They don't care who knows it. The goal is to flood the media zone with unsupported accusations in the hope that they'll achieve a kind of whataboutism victory in support of the effort to create a false equivalency between Biden and Trump. They want us to believe that Biden is Trump and that what Trump did and represents is really quite normal, figuring this kind of funhouse logic will get the former guy reelected and push us further into the autocracy that they crave. 
As with any other person, if Hunter Biden is guilty of breaking the law, he should be prosecuted in the appropriate legal venue. So far, his accusers are using the court of public opinion to vilify him and his father. But as the Donald apparently refuses to learn, the court of public opinion is not a court of law. Conservative columnist Brett Stevens said Ron DeSantis was right when he said the debate that America is a nation in decline and that decline is a choice. He wasn't right in the way he meant it. We're in decline because of a spirit of lawlessness, shamelessness, and brainlessness that has become a leading feature of a conservative movement that was supposed to be a bulwark against all three. And in case they can't quite square that circle, they'll continue to declare Biden too old and unfit to be president. Fox has run that clip of him tripping over a sandbag more than ESPN made us watch Washington quarterback Joe Theismann's leg being snapped like a dry twig. I still can't unsee that. It was 20 years ago. Repetition is a time-tested persuasive device. Conservative has become a particularly incorrect description of the current Republican Party. Authoritarian or radical seems more apt. Actual conservative Mona Sharon wrote that there is no way to watch Biden's Hanoi press conference and not recognize that his brain is working fine. He responds to questions in appropriate fashion. His words are diplomatically chosen and his thoughts follow in logical order. He remembers what he has just said and doesn't repeat himself, or at least not more than the average politician, unquote. Remember, she's no fan, but also no liar. Like me, actual conservatives are wondering, where's the beef? For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton.